0: Three, four, five. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Travel is Dangerous, where, for once, I really am somewhere dangerous, because I'm both delighted and terrified to be back in the north of England. And not just any old corner of the north, but Bradford, perhaps the most northern corner of the northern corners, the north of England. Not geographically, of course, that would be Berwick or somewhere, but socially, economically, culturally... This resilient, damaged city is the very embodiment of Oop North. Not that anyone Oop here actually says Oop. In fact, the only people who do are tedious London-based broadsheet journalists, many of whom used to be tedious London-based music journalists who, in the 90s, mined a similarly inane vein of shtick by pretending that northerners pronounced the word fuck as fook, which, again, no one does. So, as you can see, I take this personally because, well, I'm fairly northern myself. Obviously, I'm not a fully-blown northerner. You know, i vote voted Remain, I watch Only Connect, I'm a big fan of fennel, I don't like corned beef, and I've never been to Primark or had a bar fight. But that's the beauty of the North. It isn't all flat caps and whippets. Some of us have class. Which, in a nutshell, is why I'm here in a city which is probably most famous for curry, arson, and Rita Soon Bob too. Because when it comes to class, my guest today simply exudes it. He's a man who led an awful life to... Truly terrible things, but somehow, against all odds, came out the other side. And the fact that he managed it with barely any education or intelligence is quite remarkable. He certainly humbles someone like me who, due to my accent, manners, vocabulary and so forth, has never felt truly northern. So that's what brings me to Yorkshire. Sadly not on Ilkleymore Bar Tit, but in the delightfully snug flat of former Fathers for Justice campaigner and convicted stalker Phil banjo Banion. How's it going, Chuck? It's going grandson-smashing. Hey, good accent, that. Oh, thanks. I just rewatched watched Rita soon, Bob 2 last night. Uh, to be honest, I'm still a bit traumatised. Christ, it's grim. Really? I thought I was right, good laugh. Did you? Aye, I saw it at Flicks with my mates when I was 21. Laughed those backsides off. Too much swearing for my liking, but hey, that's Bradford. Oh, that's interesting. Um, thing is, Phil, you're probably not that... Hey, come on, Matt. Call me Banjo. Oh, sorry I wasn't sure. So, anyway, see, thing is, Banjo... I'm pretty familiar with the director, Alan Parker's other work, and um, I'm pretty sure he wasn't going for funny. It seemed more like he was trying to convey the hopelessness and desperation of 80s council estates. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. See, a few of my mates were extras on it, and I actually had a bit of crack with Clarkie. Nice bloke, scouser, cracking sense of humour. Any anyway, road, he said he wanted to get away from all that grim up north stuff and show working-class people enjoying themselves, but unfortunately, the Buttershaw estate was such a dump it ended up being more grotty than he was intending. Right... Um, well, that's interesting. So, you're on first name terms with British filmmakers. Um, I hadn't realised you were so close, you should have asked him to join us. That'd be hard, he died 30 years ago. Yeah, I know that, um... <sighs> so, anyway, as well as being an expert on Alan Parker, you also Clark. Sorry? It was Alan Clark, not Alan Parker. That's why I call him Clark, you see. Alan Parker did Bugs of Malone, Commitments and that, very different. God, you're a regular little Mark Commode, aren't you? No, I just like me films, especially British ones. Put me in front of it, kids, or a carry-on and I'm happy as a pig in Such in-depth cinema knowledge from a man called Banjo. Well, Banjo's just a nickname. Me mum were daft, but she weren't mental. Yeah, I know, I was... I was just... So, where did that nickname come from? Is it just because your second name's Banyan? You no, know, what happened was, back in the 80s, when I was a young man, I played ukulele around pubs and clubs. Used to take it with me everywhere. I was always whipping it out, singing daft songs. I was quite a in me here, So... Why didn't they call you ukulele? Well, technically they should have, but lad who coined it, he didn't know the difference, see? Ah, uh, yes, well, he wouldn't, would he? Why not? Well, I'm sure it wasn't his fault, but, you know, when you spend all day in a factory, you can't be expected to know your string instruments. He were a milkman, actually. OK, swap swapped factory for dairy. I think he mainly drove float, but, well, whatever he actually did is irrelevant. I'm, I'm just pointing out that it's quite normal for a working-class man in the 80s to not know the difference between a banjo and a ukulele. Well, I did. Yeah, but you're a special case banjo. Well, I do know me banjos. Clearly. I should do. I snapped mine when I were 21. Oh, that's a shame. Did you buy a new one? No, once that's gone, it's gone. It don't grow back. What doesn't? Your banjo. As in string. See, I were on holiday in Ibiza, doing biz with this lass from Wigan. Got a bit carried away and, well, off it pinged. That was it. Spanish doctors tried everything, God bless them, but they said I'd just have to live with it. Oh, you... Talking about the bit of skin on on your... on your Penis, aye. <sighs> God, that sounds awful. It were, but what were even worse, me mum told all the lads about it. I got some right sticking club. I mean, what are the odds? bloke called Banjo snaps his Banjo. You couldn't make it up. So, how is it now? Still snapped. Like I said, you only get one. Yeah, I get that, but I just mean... Th- how is it down there in general? Well, it's okay till I get an hard-on, then it's a bit like wearing baggy pants without a belt. Straight down. Isn't there some kind of cosmetic surgery you could get? You know, maybe I would have pursued that if I'd been in the right frame of mind, but by then I was too consumed with anger. Right, right. So who were you angry at? Oh, everyone, everyone. But mainly the lass who snapped me banjo. But it weren't down to her, poor lamb. It were my fault for getting carried away. I was quite a ladies' man back then. Well, I'm, I'm sure you were, which sadly brings us to your conviction for stalking and harassment. Oh, do we have to? I'm afraid so. Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm philosophical about it these days, so as awful and regretful as my actions were, they ultimately led me to becoming a better man, so, you know, I'm almost glad I went down that path. Right, and by that path, you mean Fathers for Justice? Well, that were the beginning of it, aye. See, after my divorce, my ex-wife made it clear she didn't want me anywhere near our son, and thanks to my behaviour throughout our ten-year marriage, she got full access and I ended up with minimal supervised visits. That must have been tough. It was, but you know what? I deserved it. I couldn't see it then, I thought I were being victimised, but that's what anger does to you. So, next day, I turn on telly, see these blokes dressed as Batman and Robin, climbing up Big Ben, and I thought, I'll have some of that. Kindred spirits, see? Well, it's good to meet like-minded individuals. It were for a while, yeah, but I sharp got frustrated with group. See, they weren't going far enough for my money, so I branched out on my own, and, well, that's when things went a bit dark. Darker than climbing landmarks in tights? Oh, aye. See, they used to just do the protests and go home. There were no mileage in that, I wanted to make things happen. So, after yet another failed appeal, I was wandering round town centre, saw a poster for one of them X-Men films and thought, you know what, it's time to stop mucking about and show me lad how much I bloody care. Well, what did you do, get him a present? No, I bought a banana man suit, climbed up lamppost in Tesco car park and refused to budge till they gave me full custody. Right, Um I'm assuming that didn't work. Well, it would have done, but police were getting clever back then and they came up with sneaky tactic to coax me down. What was that? They left me up there. Aye. 24 hours, morning, noon, night, 60 feet in there. Whole thing backfired. No camera crews, no coppers, no paramedics. Even shoppers were ignoring me. Disgrace. See, fathers for justice had become too ubiquitous. There were no shop value in 45-year-old bloke in blue and yellow jumpsuit hanging off a lamppost. It was embarrassing. Anyway, after I could hold on no more, I came down. Tail between me legs, stinking a wee. Needless to say, second my feet touched ground, coppers showed up. Put cuffs on, threw me in back a van, took Mick all the way to station. Really cruel stuff too, like Which Avenger are you supposed to be, son? Bird shit, man I've hated copies ever since So, what happened after that? Well, luckily I got away with fine and I thought, right, enough's enough So I put away silly costumes and vowed to prove I was a good father Show my son kind of man I really was Well, that sounds reasonable It were, it were, but problem was I was convinced my ex had met another bloke They were going to run away and I'd never see my son again So he had to prove my worth to her too Right, and how did you do that? I spent next two years stalking her, eh? Day and night, never missed a thing. Jesus. So, what about this other bloke? After a fortnight, I realised he didn't exist, but I was having such a good time hiding in bins and sending death threats, I just carried on. Unfortunately, turned out her and her sister were onto me and they'd been secretly filming me for months, following her, creeping around bushes, falling asleep in car with binoculars on me lap, that sort of thing. Showed footage to Fuzz and I were banged to right. God, that must have been terrifying. Oh, it was, son, I was bricking it. No, I mean for your ex-wife. Oh, I, well, I made her laugh, El. El. I mean, she was so scared she liked to coppers and told them I'd pulled rifle on her, which made me angry at the time, but I understand why now. She wanted to make sure I went to jail, and who could blame her? So, what was jail like? Well, prison was a lonely place, as you know, but sometimes all it takes is kindness or wisdom of one person to turn things round, you know? And mercifully, that's exactly what happened to me, and if it weren't for that man, I wouldn't be here. That's lovely. So who was that? Inmate or chaplain? Roy Chubby Brown. You were in prison with Roy Chubby? No, but hey, wouldn't that have been fun? See, back then there were no iPhones or e-pads. All we had was telly till 9pm and box full of cassettes in recreation room. So I was rummaging through cassette box one day when I noticed one of Chubby's. And to be frank, I was appalled because I've never been a fan of swearing or vulgarity. Well, if that makes a change. Uh, they used to call me Mary Whitehouse inside. anyway, I threw it straight back in box and forgot about it. Next day, I was minding my own business reading, and one of the lads put tape on full blast. Now, as I said, I'm no fan of swearing, so two minutes and I was appalled. But then Chubby said one throwaway line, which I won't repeat, but by God, it resonated. I realised where I'd been going wrong, you know, that there were other men out there in the same boat. So there were a battered clearly line around the recreation room, which always surprised me, because if you angle it right, it could be quite a dangerous weapon. But anyway, any road, I took it upstairs, repeated this line over and over, and before I knew it, I had bloody song. That's lovely. Um, I'll tell you what, why do not you played? Oh, I better not, son. It's been a while. Come on, there's you, Lily, over there. Why not? i tell you, it would help me understand where your head was when you were inside. You really want to hear it? Definitely. Oh, go on then. I'll just join up. That's the spirit. So, what's it actually about? Well, inspired by Mr Brown, it's a gentle elegy to outcasts and deals with the need for companionship amongst those of us on margins. You know, I used to think of it as my little spin on Everybody Needs Somebody to Love, updated for naughties. It sounds that like it was very cathartic. Oh, it was, son, it was. You know, I credit this song with making me realise it was my lack of a serious relationship that was destroying me. I needed connection in my life, you know? Something deep, something meaningful. That's lovely, it really is. So, what's it called? Ugly Blokes Like a Fuck Too. OK. That ginger twat from Aldi The butcher with the lazy eye that fat bastard across the road His brother who's only four feet high You wouldn't touch him with barge pole. Just think about it, makes you sick But better thought for these wretched beasts And they still be unloved dicks Cos even ugly blokes Ugly blokes, ugly blokes Like a fuck to ugly blokes Ugly blokes, ugly blokes Like a fuck to ugly blokes Ugly blokes, ugly blokes Like a fuck to ugly blokes, ugly blokes like Ugly blokes, ugly blokes The legion's juggied barman That seven stone bouncer too The baldy sod who shit at darts His spastic mate with the massive shoe You'd hate to see him naked All scabs and sweaty pits. But everyone needs someone Even for adverts with hairy tits Cause ugly blokes, ugly blokes, ugly blokes Like a fuck to ugly blokes, ugly blokes Ugly blocks, like a fork to ugly blocks, ugly blocks, ugly blocks, like a fork to ugly blocks, ugly blocks, ugly blocks. So what do we do with these bastards The widows the knobheads, the creeps These toothless flids who frighten kids Whose smiles could make an onion weep Well I think I answered that question While wandering our fair town Cos I toured the pubs of Bradford And this is what I found Ugly birds, ugly birds, ugly birds Like a fuck too Ugly birds, ugly birds, ugly birds Like a fuck Ugly birds, ugly birds, ugly birds, like a fuck. Too ugly birds, ugly birds, ugly birds, like a fuck, too. They don't care if you look like Mr. Magoo, they just want to get fucked as much as you. They're not fussy at all, any prickled you. Could that prick be you? Kick ass guitar solo. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, Well, I see you got over your aversion to swearing anyway. Well, I'm still not a fan, but, you know, for purposes of song, I thought it were necessary. Hey, I'm done in now. I'm not surprised. You put some welly into that. Oh, thanks, Matt. That means a lot. It never leaves you. Clearly not. Um, I, t- I was impressed with those lyrics. Um, like, really dark, but also very sharp deconstruction of traditional northern comedy. A what? You know, a parody. Parody? It's a song for the dispossessed, son. Um... Okay, but I mean th- there's obviously an element of spoof. Who's your poof? It's about women, son. I'm pouring my heart out of you and you call me a bender. I'm not calling you b- anything. I'm Anyway, we say puff up here, not poof. Okay, look, I am sorry if you thought I was mocking. Um it's a great song regardless. I-, I guess I just didn't pick up on the soldies. That's fine, I'll play it again. Ugh blokes, looks ugly. No 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 that, that that that's fine for now. Um again, look, I I apologize for upsetting you. Oh, don't worry about it, Matt. It's me. You know, I was a right thin-skinned bugger back in the day. It raised its head every now and then, but I'm working on it. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, I'm doing a lot better, you know. Since getting out of jail and putting all my activism days behind me, I've met up with some decent lads online and I've become much calmer. Well, that's good to hear. So, what, is this a group you've joined? Aye, uh, just a little community of blokes like me who've done stuff we regret, but we're trying to come out the other side. How I met them was, when I got out of jail, I started gigging again. Anyway, I played the Ugly Bloke song one night and it went down a stone, but morning after, I got a Facebook message from a lovely young fella saying he liked tune, but felt I was selling myself short with sentiment. And when he explained why, I thought, flipping heck, he's right. What did he say? Well, what he took issue with was the idea that blokes like me and him should make do with, well, as song says, ugly birds. You know, why can't we tap up pretty ones too? Well, you can I mean, no one's stopping you. Well, that's the thing, Matt. They are stopping us. Who? The pretty girls who won't sleep with us. But y- you can't force them to. No, we can't, and I wouldn't want to either. Thank God for that. You were starting to sound a bit like... But maybe these pretty girls should be sleeping with us for good of humanity. Right, um... Can I, can I just ask, where did all this come from? From these lads I met online. You know, incels. Oh, fuck. What's wrong with that? What... I thought you were supposed to have changed I have I used to protest against women who take kids off their dads Now I protest against women who won't fuckers I'm sorry but I had no idea you were an incel How could you not know? You're one too aren't you? Me? What made you think that? That's why you're here isn't it? Hey blokes like us need to stick together Matt What do you mean blokes like us? You know, uglies Right, I wasn't aware I felt in that category but Okay you might have youth on your side But you know how styles are you? You've got a platform, you should be leading charge. We're in this together, Matt. Again, I'm not comfortable with this whole wee thing. Come on, when was the last time you had something, funny. Well, that's irrelevant. It doesn't mean I hate women or think they should all sleep with us. Whoa, whoa, we don't hate women. We just want to redress balance. And how do you plan to do that? By getting revenge on all bitches who won't fuck us. And that slag who snapped me banjo. But I thought you said you didn't blame her. I don't blame her. I blame her dry-sticks cunt. How do you think I got this stupid, bloody nickname? Well, I thought you said it was because you played one. For fuck's sake, I played ukulele. Ukulele. Why can't anyone tell difference? You know, I'd have loved to have been called ukulele. Loved it. Can you imagine? Who oh, was that good-looking fella who did that term before? Oh, that's ukulele, isn't he, handsome? Oh, you're not wrong, love. It's such a cool name, too. It's like Charles Branson character or something. But no, because these dopey sods don't know difference, I get named after an egg sanny in a fucking bellend flap. How oh, do you think that makes me feel? In here. I'll tell you how it makes me feel, like a right fucking nana. OK, Banjo, you're getting very angry Trust now. Trust so... me, son, you ain't seen me angry. OK, well, you just ripped your shirt open when you said no, no. So... Hang on, hang on, what's that you wearing? What? Uh, no, it's a shirt, isn't it? No, I mean under the shirt. This? Uh, it's Now, look, right, look. it's been wonderful, but this isn't working out. It's time you're off. What's that shiny blue thing? It's a vest, it's a vest. Get off. No, it's not, it's got long sleeves. Well, it's bloody cold round here, we right in north, aren't we? Get off. Come on, interview's over, sling your fucking hook. Hang on, what's that red bit on the back? It's a bloody scarf. Why is it tucked in it? Oh, no. Is that a cape? Oh, Banjo, what have you done? All right, you forced me hand. I'm back in game. What of it? Hey, if I need you dress up as Superman to see me son, then so be it. He's bloody 18 now. The clock's ticking. Oh, God, why are you doing this? Well, I made a right tip myself dressed as Banana Man. I'm going classic this time. Man of steel, that's me. I don't mean why you dressed as Superman. Well, I kind of do mean that, but... The point is, what's this going to achieve? I'm past caring. It's me last chance. This don't work out will. But you're just going to end up back in jail. Good, at least I'll get my bloody end away. Right, I've had enough of you. Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. No, you're fucking not. (gasps) We're going on a little trip, me and you. Because you like travel, don't you? No, I think it's dangerous. Well, you're not wrong there, son. Look, this is a really bad idea. Where are we going? Well, first off, we're going to Paradise Street to pick up something for the journey. Well, why don't I pop out and get us something from the chippy downstairs instead? I don't mind, I'll pay. You think I was born fucking yesterday? Well, I wasn't. I was born today. Actually, I don't think that works, what well. you should have sure said. So you look- fucking gob, clever shite. Any more wisecracks and you will be travelling in boot with her. Her? Who's her? Margaret Thatcher, who do you think? Really? No, not really, you're imbecile. The bloody prozzie I'm going to kidnap. The prostitute? I'm not going to Paradise Street for a fucking kebab, am I? You, wh- why kidnap her? Why don't you just pay one? I'm sure they've done worse. Oh, aye, that won't look suspicious at all, will it? All right, love, I'm not after a fuck, but I was about to give you 20 quid and you let me drive you halfway across country and boot a fucking taxi. So we're going to go with that then? No, we're fucking not. And stop speaking American. We're going down Paradise Street to kidnap a prosy, and that's that. But why? It's a bloody red light district. Where else are we going to kidnap Prosy from? Fucking budgeons? No, I mean what... Here, read this. What is it? It's your fucking script, son. You ring that number on paper and read out message. Can you not do it? I'm really not good at talking on the phone. Bloody hell, I thought you were a crime expert. They record phone calls, don't they, dickhead? I'm not incriminating me, But you're incriminating... Me, son. Check out murder she wrote over here. Yes, I'm incriminating you. Well deduced, Columbo. Right, ring number, read message, or God help me, I'll fucking end you. You got it? Say one word didn't on that script and I'll shoot your fucking dick off, right? Eh? Ugly and dickless, you'll never get another fuck. And don't arse it up like you did with your stupid intro. I won't, I won't. How did I arse up me? Shut the fuck up. All right, all right. Stop pointing that gun at me face, please. (sighs) Is there any chance you could explain how I asked up? Because I thought it went well, and I've done it. A... Jesus fucking Christ! It's Illymorf our tap, not Illymorf our tit. You're the bloody tit. Now ring that fucking number. Alright, alright, alright. Hi, is there any chance that I get a taxi for as soon as possible to Big Ben? <laughs> I'm not afraid of